Good morning. Good morning and welcome. Today we speak of second Sunday. And so we are in the pilgrimage of the Lenten season. I think I explained last week that the Sundays are not counted in Lent. And that's why they say this is second Sunday in, but not of. And so even though it is in this evening, about our relationship with our Lord and His love and forgiveness that He gave to us through His life, death, and resurrection. But it was our sins that ran through He died that we might And so again, we'll listen to some interesting things. St. Peter makes his ultimate declaration in our gospel. And so today we did not follow the answer of seven.
make our beginning in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you, O Lord, kept a record of, of, of sins, O Lord, who can stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore we will never fear. Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in fellowship of this altar, let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought or in deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, Forgive us our sins and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins, as a called and ordained servant of Christ. And by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of God the Father, God the Son. And now we turn to the intro for the day, which is in, in our bulletin, and there we read responsibly. Remember you, O Lord, and your steadfast love. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. The Lord has remembered us, he will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless those who fear the Lord. Both the small and the great. We will bless the Lord. And this time Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the We sing the Kyrie.
The Old Testament lesson for this second Sunday of Lent is Genesis chapter 17, verses 1 through 7 and then 15 through 16. And it's on page 6 in the two Bibles. And here we listen to God directing and giving a covenant of circumcision. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm your covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abram fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be my be the father of many nations, no longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you. For the generations to come, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. God also said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarah. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. This is the word of the Lord. And the epistle lesson for today is Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. And here's St. Paul writes about peace and joy. Therefore, since we have and justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved? through his life. Not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. 
This is the word of the Lord. And I will rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. Again, in this season of Lent, we forego the Hallelujah in verse. The Holy Gospel for this, the second Sunday of Lent, is the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 8, beginning in verse 27. Glory to you, Lord. And here we listen to Peter's confession. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? he asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Oh, Jesus turned and looked at his disciples. He rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. This is the word. And now we continue by confessing our Christian faith to God and to one another. In the Nicene Creed, on page 206 in Muslim Baptist, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. And in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten now made, being of one substance with the Father by whom all things were made, who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man. And was crucified also for us on the conscious pilot. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again for glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. We continue with the sermon. Please be seated.
Grace, mercy, and peace from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God that I share with you is our gospel lesson for today. And again, I ask you to pray with me. Lord, thank you for the sacrifice given for your death on the cross that we might live with you, that our sins would be paid for in full, not because of anything that we have done, but solely because of your love for us. Keep us in this faith. In Jesus' name we pray. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I can't believe it's that many years ago. 20 years ago, Mel Gibson produced a film, The Passion of the Christ. There were a lot of different reactions to the movie. I'll just tell you, that's the last time I went to a theater to see a movie. I can't believe it was 20 years ago, but it was. A lot of people reacted to the movie rather drastically because they thought it was too gory and too bloody and too everything that was just negative. Because you see, a lot of people are sort of like Peter. Peter made this bold witness. He said, you are the Christ, the Son of God. And wow, that was tremendous. But then Jesus started to tell them about the fact that he was going to have to suffer and die and in three days rise again. And you see, Peter liked the first part. He is the Christ. Boy, this was tremendous. He was going to be this great son of God. But he didn't like the whole thing about him dying on the cross and suffering and all of this other stuff. He didn't think that was what it was supposed to be. He was just supposed to be this great God for them. And there are a lot of people here today and in our world today that see it that way too. How many portraits do we see of Christ with agony on his face, the crown of thorns on his head, and blood dripping down. And how many portraits do we see him with a smiling face, like the artist Hook, who has done some marvelous and beautiful pictures, and I love them too. But they don't show any of the pain and suffering that Christ went through for you and me. And this is where the world is, I'm afraid, in many ways. Lent is sort of, in some ways, fallen by the wayside. Nobody wants to bother with stopping, thinking, praying. 
during the Lenten season, remembering that it was for me that he suffered and died. It wasn't for himself. He did it for you, for us. Because we needed him. And he made that marvelous sacrifice that is ours today. Forgiveness of sins. His dying on that cross paid for them all. Yours, mine. That we might live with him forever. And we were given this gift of faith by the power of the Holy Spirit that we would believe in him, that he is the Savior, the Son of God, and that through him we are given this gift of forgiveness, life, and salvation. You see, without the great glory of Christ and the suffering and dying of Jesus brought together, we don't have the salvation that is ours. We can't just have the glory on one side and not have the suffering on the other. This is basically the difference between the theology of glory and the theology of the cross. Without the cross, the glory is there and it's gone. And people think about, well, I've got to do this, that, or the other thing in order to earn eternal life. This is where the scribes and the Pharisees and the chief priests were in Jesus' day. They thought that if they did all these right things, they would earn eternal life. They would earn God's glory. And Jesus wanted them to stop that because that was going to destroy them. He wanted them to believe in him and what God sent him to do and carry out for all of us, eternal life for us through him. But they were stuck and locked in their work righteousness. If I do this, then I'm going to get that. And that's not what God's word says. It is by faith you have been saved and not by your own works, lest anyone should boast. And St. Paul said it so beautifully in our epistle lesson. Christ came and died for you and me that we might have eternal life. Peter is just like us, and we like him. We sometimes think that all we want is the, the wonderful, glorious things and not think about what Christ had to go through on our behalf. Yes, Christ, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. But as you heard in this text, when he said, 
He started to rebuke Jesus and said, no, 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 this can't be. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Because Peter was trying to get Jesus to give up and give in to Satan's plot to stop the plan of God. But Jesus would have none of it, nor should we. Hold on to Christ, your Lord and Savior. Know that he came and lived and died for you. That he paid for your sins totally and completely. And that forgiveness is through faith in him. Nothing that you can do or will do or have done can make you right with him. Only that gift of faith that he has given us. It's really crazy and ironic, I guess. God said we had to be perfect and had to be forgiven in order to be his. And yet he knew that we couldn't, and so he took care of that by sending his son to stand in our place, to suffer and die and pay for our sins, not his. He didn't have any. He died for you. He paid for you. And through faith in him, that forgiveness is yours. A free gift because nobody can buy it. A gift of love. His love for you and me. May this continue to be your thoughts, prayers, and contemplations during this Lenten season knowing it was for you and thanking God for doing so. Amen. And now may the peace of God that goes far beyond our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he comes again. Amen. We rise for prayer. In our prayers today, we remember Jim, Marvin, Sandy, James, Joan, Jack, Marge, Mike, Annabelle, Ken, Kathy, and also Brenda and Lewis. 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 And so we. Heavenly Father, give us your Holy Spirit that we might deny ourselves, take up the crosses you give, and follow your Son through this troubled life to heaven. Prepare us to give up our lives, knowing that Christ has already saved them. O Lord, give the church and all of her servants grace to fulfill the ministries to which you have committed them. Grant each of us 
is trying to confess Christ boldly before the world. Heavenly Father, teach us to shun neither our Lord's suffering nor our own. When we endure persecution or ridicule for being your children, give us faith and perseverance. As you have promised, deliver us out of the land of the wicked and redeem us from the grasp of the losers. O oh God. Abraham was only one when you called him, but you blessed and multiplied him. Protect mothers and children, and equip fathers to lead and raise their households in your fear and love. O oh Lord, all this world belongs to you. You rule over the nations. Bless all who serve in offices of, and government that they may rule wisely and in accord with your will. Great physician, heal and restore all that who we have named. Give them your holy care and strength to bear their crosses that they may endure to see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. O Lord, at your table, be afflicted, eat the body and blood of your Son, and are satisfied. Through our afflictions, deepen our hunger for this table, that we may eat and drink and be satisfied by Christ's saving life. Heavenly Father, receive our prayers this day. For St. Peter and his confession that Jesus is the Christ, we rejoice that our Son builds his church upon this rock, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Keep us in this faith all our days. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. We now receive our offerings. Please be
thanksgiving and praise from the bounty that you shall work upon us. Take them, Lord, and use them that through this gift of ours, this good news of your love and forgiveness through your Son, Jesus Christ, may be proclaimed to all the world. In Jesus' name. We continue with the service of the sacrament on page 208. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death, that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. All who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing.
part in Christmas. Your Lord, to save Jesus Christ, shed, to death, and 
This is the true love of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, shed for you for the remission of our sins. And now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you until life everlasting. Welcome to the Lord's table. This is the body. Lord, save Jesus Christ. Take given to the death, true death, our mission is to save the body of Christ, given for you. And now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you life everlasting. Depart in his peace. We rise and join in singing the note of
from this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy, you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you, and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Receive the blessing of God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen.